You are listening to the Build a Brain podcast with Dr. Jeannie Zare. Join the quest to shape an efficient brain that fires on all cylinders and runs like a fine-tuned machine. You are now in the capable hands of an international presenter and a pathologically optimistic brain builder. Dr. Zaire will give you the right blocks to build that three pounds of cerebral muscle for you, your child, or the young adult you teach or mentor. Block by block, thought by thought, now is the time to build a better brain. Let's get started. Welcome, friends. How in heaven's name does someone build a brain? Well, my good friend Kibway Cooper kind of talked me into doing this podcast. So, Kibway, I'd love to know why did you think I should do this podcast? Well, I think cognitive function is super, super important, and you are the master of cognitive function, and especially as it relates to your work with children. I think it's really, really important that. Uh, you share with the world in an even broader way what you do and how you do it. Hmm. On a weekly basis to boot, right? On a weekly basis. <laughs> you know, I think the, the more we can give away, the more we're qualified mm-hmm. to serve. And I think because you desire to serve and you're such a great uh, servant leader with the, the things that you create, I think it's just only right that you have your own audience and you build your own audience, not only so you can continue to educate others on cognitive function, but you can really, really uh, meet a need that is out there right now for ways to improve cognitive function. There's so many um, there's so many things happening, whether it's from nutrition to contamination in the environment or just contamination from society. We have a lot of cognitive challenges right now. And for you to uh, have all the tools that you have, I just think you know you, could, you can and you are changing the world with what you do. So uh, I'm happy to have convinced you to go down this route with me. <laughs> I am too, Kibway, and you nailed it. You're absolutely right. The world is full of tremendous challenges. And if someone listening would like to have Kibway help you start a podcast, go to www.workwithkibway.com. Kibway is K-I-B-W-E. Or you can go to his Facebook page, The Guru Guide to Podcasting, and he is a master at helping you get started. That's why I'm sitting here today doing episode number one. So let me dive in here and explain. I'm going to start at the beginning. So one day in the late 1990s, I'm at a school, I'm an educator, and it was a very challenging school. And I'm watching this webinar and there's a bunch of these experts, child psychologists on a panel. But there was one guy on the panel who changed my life that day. His name was Reuven Feuerstein. I didn't even know how to spell it. And everything Reuven said countered what the other so-called experts said. And I'm like, okay, who is this guy? I got to learn more about him. Well, this was before Google, my friends. So there was internet, though. It wasn't that long ago. So I was able to search on internet and discover... I could go get this training this guy talked about, how to help someone's thinking improve. And I was working with all these kids. 
that I recognized. They were great kids. They had a great brain, but yet they had gaps, gaps in their cognitive functions like Gibway talked about. So I started going to Chicago every summer. And about by six years later, after I kept going back and getting more and more training, I actually became a trainer for the Feuerstein Institute that is still running strong in Israel today. So this has given me the opportunity to see hundreds of children and adults, by the way, who have experienced a life transformation. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a Christian. I believe in God, though rest easy. I'm not going to preach at you this podcast. Once in a while, I may drop a scripture in occasionally here. So today, I'm going to give you a stunning quote by a guy named Paul. And he said, hey, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world that tell you discouraging things, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you're able to to test and improve God's will for your life, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Well, who doesn't want to know what your purpose in life is? So I think it's just interesting that Christians speak. We're always saying things like change your heart, change your spirit, change your soul. But that day, 2,000 years ago, God gave Paul the word mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He didn't say heart or soul or spirit. So, of course, Paul knew nothing about neuroplasticity. But guess what? God did. (laughs) And so today, this verse means so much more to me because I feel like over the last 22 years, I've been able to put hands and feet to that verse uh, and it came 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 from the book of Romans Romans 12 too if you care to look it up might be a verse you'd like to see so Kipway has a wonderful podcast too uh, what's the name of your podcast? It's Kim called Boy. Empower You Podcast. It mm-hmm. is available on all your streaming platforms. And it fits so well with the work I'm doing because Empower You, think about that. And he just brings on incredible people that have amazing ad- advice, pieces of advice to give all of us. And so it fits nicely with the work that I'm doing as well. And Reuven, one of the first things that he taught us was something, three big words. You ready, Kibway? Okay, structural, cognitive, modifiability. So when people come to my training, I say, if you can go home tonight and over the dinner tables and they say, hey, what'd you learn in that training you're doing with that Zara lady? You can say, well, guess what? I learned about structural, cognitive, modifiability. Don't you think your friends would be terribly impressed? Those are some $10 words right there. (laughs) They are, they are. (laughs) So I really appreciate what Reuven did when he put those three words together. So he's saying there are structures in our brain of how we think. He was talking about psychological structures because he was a psychologist. Right away, I had to learn that he was going to be talking up here above my head. So when I read his textbooks, I would have to read them a couple sentences at a time, 
look up a couple words, break it down. He was fluent. I've always said he was fluent in five languages, but I learned this week during his 100th birthday celebration on a lot of online lectures this week that were given by the Feuerstein Institute, I discovered he was fluent in 12 to 14 languages. Oh, wow. So this guy was a bit of a genius. That's incredible. Yeah, and so he did use big words. And so when he talks about the structure of thinking, he means that it's cohesive, transformative, and it self-perpetuates. So let me break those three down because that's really cool stuff. Self-perpetuates. Self-perpetuates. Isn't that a cool? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So cohesive means what? Coming all together. Yes. Right? Sticky. Think of the cohesive back on a sticky note. Okay. So when you learn one cognitive skill, it tends to stick to the others. And what's really cool is now the neuroscience is finding the theories he was coming up with. We're talking the 1950s and 60s. He was so ahead of his time. We've now discovered that, yeah, networks in the brain, once you have a network for a better memory, now your motivation works better. Now that I've learned how to cooperate with someone, now I also learn how to generalize my thinking. Mm. So you learn something over here, but over here, this is impacted. And we have tended to treat thinking like they're very isolated skills. Right. You know, like math, you open up your math book. Do you remember in school? Okay, boys and girls, open up your math book, close your math book, now open up your English book. Right. And we didn't see that they could have some cohesiveness, that some of the thinking we used in English could help in math. Mm. Teachers that are master teachers know how to do that. See, that's interesting because I always felt like they were completely separate skill sets and that you needed all these different skill sets to be good at anything. Yeah. The second one he said was they are transformative, meaning they can be transformed. I don't know. You're you're a pretty young guy, so I'm trying to think, did you grow up playing with any of those transformer toys? Have you ever seen those? Oh, I did not. Yeah. I, I don't know about what year those came out because they were too young for my son, too. So you could have a toy that was a car and it could turn into a robot. They were transformers. Mm. Well, this is what our thinking skills can do. They can be transformed for the better or the worse. Right. So we got to be careful of that. Right. You got to be careful okay. of that. But then the one you liked, they self-perpetuate self-perpetuate so that means once i get it down it becomes you've maybe heard of the flywheel effect yeah yeah so once i learn how to do something every time i do it it gets easier i don't have to have somebody lean over my shoulder telling me now remember how to carry when you're doing addition four digit addition remember right. how to eventually it self-perpetuates you know how to do it every time it becomes a habit so thinking skills can do that too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess I think I think when you're when you're saying that I think about like driving a vehicle or something. You know, it's generally the exact same rules: stay in the line and don't hit things. You don't need to, no matter what car it is, yeah. they're the same type of rules. 
and so you just continue to apply them to whether it's a golf cart or a lawnmower yeah. or, a, yeah. or, a, or a bike or whatever. You know what I mean? You yeah. just continue to understand the basic fundamentals of steering something, mm -hmm. which that's most of driving is making decisions and steering something. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you're saying that you can treat learning the same way, like you can learn one set of skills and then apply that to every subject and be successful at it? Yes. Hmm. How cool is that? That is really great. And I had never heard anything like this until I found this guy. And I'm going, what? What? Where's this? Where's he been all my life? You've heard the expression, I found the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. That's how I feel when I found Feuerstein, is he was helping supply for me the missing piece of education. We are so good at the what. Right. Learn English, learn math, learn geography, learn how to spell, learn how to write a paragraph. Absolutely important skills in life. But how do I do it? The how do we learn is something teachers just assume you're going to kind of assimilate and you'll pick up on your own or you were born with it or you weren't born with it. And I had never thought about the possibility of teaching processes in such a systematic way for learning. And the cognitive functions are exactly what he identified. So how do we get structural cognitive modifiability to work in our lives? Well, this how we learn is now supported by neuroplasticity. The science that's coming from the neuroscientists all over the world, showing how the human brain is capable of incredible changes at any time in our life. We used to believe that by the time you're about five years old, that's it. Your brain's pretty well established. You are who you are. In fact, that's what I was taught in my child psychology courses. Right. So I did my entire, almost over half of my educational career believing that, well, you know, it's too late for this 10 year old. If he can't read now, he's probably never gonna learn to read. Oof. Ooh, ouch. Yeah, I know. That's and we rough. now have all kinds of adult literacy classes proving, no, I'm 35 and I've just learned how to read no matter what. Right. It's not too late. Mm. Mm. That's, uh, that's powerful. Good Especially because, you know, everybody has a different start, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's it's very interesting to, to, to see how, you know, the first 7, 10, 15, 20 years of your life, you have zero control over what's happening to you. So to think that even though maybe you were a child and you could not really dictate, you know, what your learning environment where you live. was, where you lived, what your access was, that later in life you still have tools that can help you not only catch up, but excel in a variety of areas. That is absolutely amazing. I've often said that children are sometimes a victim of education. <laughs> mm. Explain that. Well, I know that doesn't sound very nice, but they can't choose, like you said, what school do I go to? Is it a good school or not such a good school? Am I around a bunch of kids that are unmotivated or am I around classmates that love learning? And so they have to receive whatever they're given. They're so vulnerable. And then you're 18 and, okay, you're on your own now. <laughs> you're considered an adult and you're out there in life and trying to find your way. And 
what I found with this program is this almost philosophy, this science, this it's had a thousand research studies, so right. it's a very research program, yeah. is that we can build our brain. We can rebuild our brain. Dendrite by dendrite, which is those little branches that come off our neurons. Your brain has about 86 billion neurons. They used to think it was around 100 billion. They didn't know. They finally were able to do a, a little tighter estimate. So now they think around 86 billion neurons make up your brain, about three pounds. Wow. So that's why at night, it when you hit the pillow, it feels really good. So you you have three pounds up there in your skull, let alone all the bones and the weight, you know, yeah. that make up your head. No wonder we're tired by the end of the day. We need good neck muscles to hold the, all that brain up, right? <laughs> yes. All right. So those dendrites make networks and grow as we provide challenge and novelty. And I've heard you talk enough about your parents and you've, you've really had a blessed life. Absolutely. You've had so many opportunities to grow so many, I can tell. You have a lot of amazing networks, okay? <laughs> so you have some great networks already. And so no matter where we are in life, we can grow more. Right. And they now believe that the more dendritic networks you have, that may be what helps stave off dementia. Ah. Mm. Yeah. So they've done some, some autopsies on brains that had all the symptoms of Alzheimer's. That person should have been walking around not knowing a thing, but they had zero symptoms. Mm. So they went back and studied this person's uh, history and discovered they were learners. They were someone who kept learning new things, which reminds me of you yeah. and me. Yeah. We're like, we're just always bored with status quo. What else can I learn? Yeah. Well, that is your insurance policy. Wow. So that whole saying about can't teach an old dog new tricks is absolutely oh. a lie. Oh, well, are you and I a dog? I'm definitely not. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about dogs, yeah. but humans have this prefrontal cortex, which is so well developed and different than all the animals and can just grow a lot more. Well, the whole brain can, but the prefrontal cortex is where we have our higher order thinking. Right. Just so happens that Feuerstein's program really goes after those higher order thinking skills. We also call it executive function. I've heard of that, absolutely. Okay. So think of you're a CEO of your own company, Correct. but your brain <laughs> is your CEO of your body. That is a great, absolutely. Yes. I love that idea. It is okay. the central executive officer right. of your life. Right. That's okay. why we have to take really good care of our brain. Absolutely. So let me write that one down. So brain health, okay, and how to take care of your brain is going to be one of our episodes. I can wrap that up in about a good 30-minute podcast. That's uh, amazing. I love that analogy that brain, yet your brain is the CEO of your body. Mm -hmm. That is so palpable. I love that. I mm -hmm. love that. Mm -hmm. Good. So take good care of it. Absolutely. All right. So if we can build our brain dendrite by dendrite, block by block, thought by thought, how? How do we do that? 
Well, today I'm just gonna do a simple overview of we're gonna explore three phases of cognition or thinking that this Reuben Feuerstein guy brilliantly organized into three phases. Input, think about how you get information into your brain. We predominantly use our senses, our five senses, a lot of vision, a lot of hearing, but also touch, taste, smell, and movement. As we move through the world, we're gathering information. Well, there's eight different thinking skills for just input how to precisely and carefully get information into my brain so then I can move to the next phase of thinking, elaboration or processing. So this is very much like a computer model. Yeah. Input, processing, or Reuven called it elaboration. There's 12 thinking skills for what you do with information once you get it in your brain. We're going to explore all those on this podcast. That's amazing. And then the last phase is output. Now do I, how do I tell people I know what I know? So input, elaboration, output. And output also has eight. So there are 28 thinking skills or cognitive functions altogether that Feuerstein identified that there are thousands of us all over the world trained by him personally. I got to take training from him directly that we now can identify or empower, I love your word for your podcast, you can empower people by just simply being aware of these 28. Your life is changed just by simply knowing, and let let me tell you how it works. I used to make mistakes. You have too, right? Absolutely, all the time. Okay, me too. And I used to beat myself up pretty badly because I didn't think I could ever make a mistake. Bit of a perfectionist, afraid of hurting someone's feelings or ruining a project for someone. Didn't matter. Burning up supper. My, my husband says our smoke alarm gets a lot of practice. I'm good at cognition. Still working on the cooking thing. <laughs> so, so when I would make a mistake, or on the job, of course... I would spend maybe two or three days beating myself up, saying things in my head like, Jeannie, that was so stupid. How could you do that? Why did you you let that happen? You never should have said that. You shouldn't have have done that. You know, those kind of messages. Okay, you relate? Most people can. Well, after Feuerstein and also finding the research of a Carol Dweck, we're gonna tackle some of Dweck's work also on this podcast. I realized that I could, I could enable another verse from the Bible that says, take captive your thoughts. Mm. So Reuven and some of Dweck's work helped me take my thoughts captive quicker. I still have those messages because guess what? I still make mistakes. Still human. And I will still hear that old voice go, Jeannie, that was so stupid. Why did you say that or do that? But in a couple hours, I can usually turn it around and take it captive because I know 28 thinking skills now, 28 cognitive functions that I can now go, oh, wait a minute, I know what I didn't do. So instead of just beating myself up by thinking I'm a dumb person or I just had a, a, I call it a Homer moment, Homer Simpson, the guy (laughs) from that TV show. Yeah. Instead of thinking I had a Homer moment, it's like, no, I did make a mistake, and here's exactly 
how I made that mistake. Right. Well, now I can correct it. Right. Instead of just beating myself up. That's pretty empowering. Absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. Absolutely. And I know for sure, you know, I get into cycles of of that exact same thing, Mm. especially when you really believe in self-accountability, when you do any type of self-development work, it always starts with being accountable for your own decisions and your own mistakes and your own lack of whatever. And so you can get into a a cycle of beating yourself up, Uh you know, that's a... I know very well about that. So, yeah, yeah. And I think we have friends out there that can relate to that. And there's something about the Feuerstein method that dramatically helped me personally Mm -hmm. with that. And so I hope that through these podcasts, we can help a lot of other people too. That's amazing. Be empowered. Be empowered. All right. So on this podcast, we're going to explore these 28 thinking skills that are the building blocks of thinking, learning, and living. If you acquire these, you can move up in your job as an adult. You can move faster in school because you're going to understand learning and thinking and how your brain works better. And you're going to move more confidently through life by learning how to build your brain with these building blocks. So this podcast is for those of you out there who are members of the human race. That's right. I love that. If you're feeling very human today, you're in good company. If you're a parent, a teacher, an employee, an entrepreneur like you, uh, you're a mentor, Mm. you're a youth pastor, maybe you're a 17-year-old that wants to be empowered. So almost all members of the human race, I think can get something from this podcast. Only if they're looking for cognitive function help. (laughs) If you're not looking for cognitive function help, and you're maybe just looking for crime dramas or something, this is not the podcast for you. But if you are looking to improve your Mm -hmm. cognitive function, like I am always, this is going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Kibway. Well, I hope friends out there, you will subscribe and follow me every week to build your brain or of someone you love one dendrite at a time, one block at a time, one thought at a time. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Build a Brain podcast. If you're wanting more information on how to build a brain, please visit the website for the MindCap Center in Fort Wayne, Indiana at www.mindcap.org. That's www.mindcap.org. Children and adults from across the United States and Canada have found the cognitive help they needed at the MindCap Center. Their specialized team is trained in all levels of the Feuerstein program and can literally help you or your child build a new brain. We'll see you next time.